Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Talking City podcast. Today we're joined by Simon Bykowski, Hello. as usual. Hello. And we've got a debutant today in Tyrone Marshall. How's it going? Hello, very well, thank you. Pleased to be here. Welcome, welcome to uh, your first appearance on the podcast. Indeed, yes, yeah. indeed. So we'll start with midweek, Si. Um, City obviously qualified for the last 16 of the Champions League. Made hard work of it though, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, it was a bit of a, a shock result when Leon beat them at home and it was a bit of a shock result as Leon uh, nearly beat them away as well really good performance from Leon City missing key personnel but um, I'm not sure Guardiola would want that to be used as an excuse too much it was just a a very good performance from Leon and their manager who outthought Guardiola really and got the benefits in terms of a draw but City had enough know-how to to you know respond to going behind twice and and make sure they got the point they needed to qualify and stay top yeah well we don't want to say that obviously the group's done because obviously cities still have top first and second to compete with but obviously it, they go to the play half and i'm at home last game i mean it's the three points had a lead on so obviously a draw would see them through and you think they should see you through but what is it that Taiwan will bring you in? What, what have you seen over them two games with Leon that obviously maybe other Premier League teams could learn from that they aren't doing? I mean, it's hard to say, really. Obviously, Leon were very sort of aggressive in the way they played, pressed very high and, and really sort of forced City into mistakes. But, you know, I don't think it's a revolutionary template that Premier League teams haven't thought of. And, you know, it happens at the Etihad back in September and Premier League teams don't seem to have learned a great deal from it. You know, I think maybe there's more that City can learn going forward in the Champions League from the two games, and it might actually help them that they've had these two tests, you know, at this stage of the competition and, and can learn things. Uh, whether Premier League teams can take anything from it, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, the likes of Bournemouth this weekend are going to find it difficult to kind of match that template and, and give City as tough a time as Leon have over those two games. Yeah. What have you seen, Sai? What, what have you seen from Leon that maybe you haven't seen from Tottenham and also Manchester United as well? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. As, as Ty said, Leon were very aggressive. Guardiola seemed to suggest after the game that Leon were just better than any players they've, any teams they've played against in the Premier League. Um, which, I mean, if you look at the French league table, they're 15 points behind PSG after 14 games in second place. So, you know, it, it's not like they're breathing down the necks of PSG at the top. Um, but he kind of said, you know, when City pressed... Leon, they didn't kind of crumble and give the ball away. They had the know-how and the nous to either pass through City or take an extra touch and keep the ball. Um, whether that is something that Premier League teams can learn from. It, it was just striking to, you know, you had West Ham who conceded three dreadful goals in the first half to City. Like, you basically need to be at your best. You need to be, you need to play as you can play. And... West Ham gave away three of the easiest goals that they'll give away this season probably which 
you know, there's no coming back from. Whereas if you don't give City anything and you play to your strengths and also keep players up front um, to sort of stop City piling forward all the time, maybe um, that's another way that you can you can stay in the game and stay sort of a threat. What what do you think Pepple have learned from these two games with Leon? Obviously a point and a loss and a, and a draw as well. Do you think there's, there's a lot you can take away from that? Is anything you've seen that? I, I would think he would know that he's, I mean, he's been saying all season that they're not quite ready to win the Champions League and... It's a, bit, it's a bit strange. I mean, you, you think after winning the league by over 100 points, yeah, with 100 points itself, it, you would be a contender for it. Yeah, but I think in the Premier League, they know exactly what to do and they know exactly how to win and they've won the league. And I think Europe, they're still not quite sure. And knockout competitions, so last season, just like they can have off nights or off games and that really costs you because you're out of the competition. Um, and they've had two off nights in the Champions League this season. Um, and you know the last thing Guardiola wants is for them to have one off night like they did against Liverpool last year and they're out it's, it's a strange one I think the Champions League because I mean you get you do get pundits who say well, anyone can win the Champions League as Liverpool mm. proved in 2005 but the true test of a team is winning the Premier League so you've got on one hand people saying the Champions League it's probably harder to win but also then the Premier League's harder to win it's it, it, it's probably it is worth a debate what what is harder to win the Premier League or the Champions League it's it's, it's hard to work out isn't it it is a difficult one I mean the Premier League is you know it's your bread and butter really isn't it I think for teams you know we always talk about teams going down in history and great teams and I think to be considered a great team you have got to win the Champions League you know I think City are a great team but to be remembered in years to come as a great team they're going to need to win the Champions League they can win the Premier League with 100 points they could do it again this season it's an incredible achievement but you know that European football is so skewed towards the Champions League and it's such a a big all-encompassing competition these days that that's a, a lot of the time that is what people remember I think you need to have success in that competition to to really kind of make a mark in history and be remembered um it the Champions League is probably the harder to win because one off night can cost you as we saw last season whereas you know in the Premier League you can have one or two off days probably not many these days but one or two and and still get away with it Um, the the knockout element of the Champions League brings a lot more sort of risk you know into the competition certainly from February onwards Mm. yeah I think the best team in England wins the Premier League every year but the best team in Europe doesn't necessarily win the Champions League because you have the Anything can happen. Look, bad bad performances, bad refereeing decisions. Like there's a lot more unknowns involved in that. And so, while you know it's a mark of a really good team to win the Premier League, um, and you know Guardiola would rather win the Premier League. It's the mark of a better team, he says, yeah. than winning the Champions League. But the Champions League because it's harder. It's kind of that holy grail. Um, and I also think as well. City get less respect in Europe because, you know, everyone knows how good they are in in the Premier League and teams come and, you know, that was a lot with West Ham. Manuel Pellegrini was asked after the game, like, did you show him too much respect? Were you too scared of him? There's this intimidation factor and certainly at the Etihad, you know, they turn up and smash any team going. Whereas in Europe, that's not the case. Yeah. And, not, well, Pep Guardiola, I mean, mentioned in this press conference afterwards that the Champions League purely the players are better so I think if you're asking him he hasn't won the Champions League since 2011 with Barcelona so 
you would you would say that the Champions League is probably it's always harder to win than a domestic league competition but um, moving on to this weekend anyways we've got Bournemouth 3pm mm. Saturday um, what, what what do you make going into that I mean it's back back to Premier League duty so it's it's obviously a completely different test to Leon. so what do you, what do you reckon Si it's more of the same um, sorry I was just having a sip of tea yeah <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, again, they should be heavy favourites. Bournemouth have started the season really well, but they have lost the last three in a row. Um, it, I mean, as much as Leon caused City problems, we have to say that they were without De Bruyne and Gundogan and uh, Bernardo Silva have all been excellent. And also three of the more intelligent players in the team. Not that the others aren't, but those three, are, if things aren't going you know, quite right on the pitch. Those are players that can sort of turn it round and, you know, give instructions to teammates on the pitch and readjust a bit. Um, so, I mean, De Bruyne is definitely not going to be back. Bernardo and, and Gundogan, they've both got, got issues. I mean, I, I wouldn't expect any of them to be at their, their best, even if they, they are past fit for the game. It's an ideal fixture coming off the back of, obviously, in a way, Champions League match. I mean, if you would pick, I mean, it wouldn't be your first choice, obviously, but you would want a home game, home to Bournemouth, nice style of football, but obviously it's a game that you think City would obviously comfortably come through. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it's a very ideal fixture on the back of on the back of Tuesday night. And you know, I think Bournemouth's style probably helps City as well because, you know, Eddie Howe's on a lot of plaudits there, rightly so. They do play good football, but... They try and play good football in every game. They're not going to turn up and camp 10 men behind the ball and, you know, really get in City's faces. They're going to try and maybe not match them, but they're going to try and offer a threat. They're going to try and pass the ball. They're going to try and keep the ball. And that's probably going to help in terms of making it an open game, which is going to help City as well. And, you know, it should help them kind of get get back in their stride after Tuesday night. Yeah. There was one thing from Tuesday night, which was a bit of a negative that I did see on social media was the reaction to Phil Ford and not starting. And I know you, you guys done a podcast over in Leon mm. talking about that. Yes. What do you make of that? Because I think from the outside looking in, it's kind of like, look, a case of, if he wasn't going to start then, when is he kind of going to get? Obviously, you've got Carabao Cup, which you probably will get action in. But in terms of league or Champions League, when do you think he will get? When do you think he's going to get that chance at two? Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's a tricky one. Um, and I, I mean, I did a piece after the game, and it became kind of less of an issue as the game went on. And Leon were actually really good. Um, I mean, Foden might still have made a difference and won the game for City, but he might have made no difference. Um, at all he's he's a senior player now so I don't think it you know it would have had an impact on his wider career but um, the bottom line is as long as Foden is is happy with the minutes he's getting then Pep can choose to give him as as few or as many minutes as as possible as as long as Foden's happy to keep learning from Pep and Mikel Arteta and people like that on a on a daily basis it might not be what some fans want to hear but equally there are quite a few fans who are who are happy for, for Pep to take it slow. What do, you, what do you think is the best way forward now with City and Phil Foden? I mean, there, there is obviously the option of if he does want to go, there's always a buyback clause. There's always obviously loaning mm. him out. There's, there's various options City can take, but if you're not going to play him, then surely what what's the what can City do? I, I think, a tough one. Yeah, it is. I think it's got to remember he's still only 18. He's, he's still, you know, he's still very young. He's... For an 18-year-old in the Premier League, he has actually got 
you know a fair chunk of minutes across all competitions. Um, the way the game panned out on Tuesday night, it, it may be for the best that he didn't start because if it started there and and had a really difficult night, and you know a few of City's midfielders had a very difficult night, had he had a really tough night, you know had a poor game, it might set him back, would have got a bit of negative criticism and. You know, it, it might have sort of affected him for a few weeks. So by not playing it, it might have actually done him a favour. You've got to feel his chance is coming soon. I mean, Simon mentioned the injuries before. You know, it, it strikes me that maybe even Saturday could be an ideal time to, to, to give him a start. If you've got those same three out, then you're going to be short on midfield options. Whether he'll go with the same kind of system he went on on Tuesday night and play Sterling there, you know, it, it didn't particularly work so perhaps that's a chance especially with the Tuesday game you know Watford coming up on Tuesday night there's going to need to be changes made so you feel his chances come in I mean he's not getting as many minutes as perhaps City fans would like and I think we'd all like to see him play a bit more just to see you know how exciting he can be and what he can do but he is still very young and for a central midfielder there's no better club to be at in terms of learning on the training ground at the moment and see I think that point with Leon was a very good point. I mean, away there. I mean, the, the bad going down 1-0 there. It's almost like it might, it could have possibly done his confidence worse than any good if he did if he did play. And I think that is a very fair point. Saturday as well. It's. I mean, that, that's a that's a nice fixture. If, if you did, if Pep did mm. decide to start him, Bournemouth at home, <clears throat> the style of football they play. I mean, it, it does suit City if he was to get a chance against Bournemouth. What, what do you reckon, sir? I mean, did, do you think his chance is it, it, it's surely coming? It's- I mean, I, I've guessed enough times and been wrong. So uh, the the thing that Pep teaches you with his selections is never try and guess him because just when you think you've got it worked out, he's gonna sort of pull the rug from under you and and play someone else you know we'd sort of assumed before the game that Foden would have a good chance of starting and especially with everyone else in his position out injured Um, could even be Saturday then and then it was Sterling so so yeah it it would be typical I think of of Pep to to start him on Saturday having given him sort of all the praise before Leon and then not not played him yeah, I mean, whatever happens, I mean, you do think City. I mean, he's got what, what a year left on his contract, so I mean, you've you've got to think that he's going to get his chance soon. In whether he takes it or not, that's well, he'll play at Leicester away in the the Carabao Cup, which is a few weeks away. Yeah. Whatever happens, he might he may play against Hoffenheim at home, although it's not quite a dead rubber. So Pep might not want to take the gamble, mm-hmm. but uh, but you know that he could have two starts in in a week to... there. So judging by that, he won't play in either of them games and you're playing two different ones completely. <laughs> so Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean Saturday, I mean I've asked I've asked you last couple of times for predictions and you've been I got my prediction wrong at Leon though, so I'm, got a prediction I'm wrong, not doing but, them anymore. But, but, Over to Ty. But I did, but I didn't ask you though. But <laughs> last two times before that, you were you were bang on. Um what do you reckon Saturday, Tyrone? Um you'd imagine it's going to follow the template that City's home games have this season and that there's going to be goals and, and probably quite a lot of them. They've done well against Bournemouth at home and won the two under Guardiola 4-0. Be no surprise if there was a repeat. Um, possibly a chance that Bournemouth could score. They're in great form. They're, they're not in great form, but they've had a good start to the season. They are a good side going forward, but I just think the way they'll play and the openness in their game will will suit City down to the ground. So, you know, I can see City getting four again easily. Yeah, so? 
be slightly more conservative and go 3-0. 3-0. 4-0 and 3-0. It's... Every, every, it's every starting to become every week this I mean it's a minimum three goals for City it's well yeah yeah I mean they, they, they're just relentless mm. and um, even against Leon, you know they didn't play that well but they scored uh, two goals from headers from set pieces like it, it's not a very City way to score you would think but you know it's again you've got to expect the unexpected even when they're down and they're not being given the opportunities they normally get they'll still find a way to score yeah well that's just about I think all we have time for I think you two have a Pep Guardiola press conference to attend so I'll let you two get off if you haven't already subscribe to us on Acast and iTunes it will um, have your podcast notifications straight to your phone when they are released join us again next week where we'll have more Talking City podcasts for you